0: This call is being recorded. Hi Logan. Hey. Are you there? I am here. Okay, sorry. Hi everybody. Everybody.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and to start off on an awkward note.
2: I know. I know.
1: It's just us.
2: It's so us. I mean, you know, it is. Whatever. It is. It's that awkward <laughs> fun. That awkward fun that nobody else has.
1: <laughs> like Christine says, we start every episode laughing. Might as well. We do. We very it's much great. do. <laughs> it's because we know we're awkward, and we have to laugh at ourselves, or else. Very we true.
2: <laughs> also, also very very true. <laughs> oh. Well, welcome everybody to another fun episode of Ladies Night at Molly's with me, Kim. And me, Logan. <laughs> um, and I think just for some like fun little background for at least for today's episode, because unfortunately we still don't have new episodes yet. It's oh. we're still in that very long waiting period. Oh, um, no. January 6th i not come fast enough. I know. it's It's so close, Logan. It's so close. Um, But we figured we'd have some fun during this downtime because even though there's not a new episode, we did get some promotional material. And what Logan and I figured would be a fun little, not side off episode, but um, like it's similar to what Christine and I had done. A couple months back with Bersack and Linstead talking from Chicago PD is that we figured with some of the fun little storylines that seem to be coming up on a Chicago fire that Logan and I could freak out a little bit and just talk a little bit more about Bretzy. So yes. it's pretty much going to have some fun getting into what we're very excited about for promotional material and then hearing us gush for at least a little bit about Bretzy and how excited we are for them and how we're still My kind of thinking OTP. about some... Yeah, and just how we're still... We're we're having some very good thoughts, even though everybody may not have been super happy with how we kind of got left, we still want to give everybody a good warm hug of feelings right now. Exactly. I
1: have my sad moments, (laughs) but I am very extremely hopeful
2: for Uh where this is Uh going, and
1: we're going to talk about it, just in case some people out there are still very, very sad.
2: (laughs) Yes, because I I know we both remember how Twitter was on uh, episode 902's ending, yeah there oh, there were man. some there were there were mixed feelings across Look, the board. You were in the DMs <laughs> with me, you know, like the curse word yes. that I sent you
1: as soon as she asked yes. that question. <laughs> yes, I do. I very much do. <laughs> the minute her, the minute that question started to leave her mouth, I was like, "Oh, f
2: I know, and I know, and so we'll, we will get into that, but let's t- highlight some of our fun promotional material, because yes, we know so it's we- going to be the majority of this discussion, but we don't, we don't yeah. like leaving the promotional material, by the way, no. because we are still super happy that we even get grace with it in the first place. For sure. So we got photos
1: from the third episodes of all the Chicago shows, and there's, there's descriptions out there but I haven't seen them from any official source so I don't really want to talk about those until we do see those from an official source Um, but the photos sort of jive with those unofficial descriptions Um, but the basically um, from the looks of the photos it sounds like or looks like I guess that (laughs) with med we're going to get more um Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're going to get more of, uh, Marcel and Natalie.
2: Oh, okay. They were in Yay. a lot of the
1: photos, um, which I am down for
2: mm-hmm.
1: seeing where that goes. Um, and then with the PD photos, there was a lot of upstead. Um, but the yeah, promo, yeah. cause
2: they've started airing a promo. The promo had a lot of Burgess. Oh yeah. I mean, I've been bad. I kind of, I'm trying not to spoil myself too much, but I'm still, like, I'm trying to, like, dip my toe in the water a little bit. So I'm like, I don't want to get too excited because I still right. have to wait a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, it's, still, it's always fun they, seeing any, anything they release. Yeah, they started
1: airing uh, on television, like, you know, they've been doing those joint promos a lot this season yep. so far. Mm-hmm. So, they did one of those, again, where it's, it touches a little bit on everything. And it, it on that promo, mm-hmm. basically, what you see is, for PD, there's a lot of Burgess and a and a child, which I think the name of the episode supposedly is Tinder Age." Oh, so that makes sense. <laughs> that Ooh. fits. Yeah. Um, there's like a little girl and Kim, um, and then mm-hmm. there's also though the original promo had Upstead in it, where uh, she where they've been highlighting
2: Haley, it for a while for yeah.
1: sure. Where Haley tells yeah. Jay that you know she's got a job offer and he can tell her not to take it, which. A lot of people mm-hmm. were really excited. I have seen that line in all caps in many tweets <laughs> since yeah, no, the second
0: episode aired.
2: it. Pretty much <laughs> as soon as it aired. I mean, as we kind of clearly lost it a bit when the Chicago Fire part of the promo aired. We yeah. kind of lost it over Bretzy. I mean, oh, that was sure. literally the main front and center of what the Chicago PD promo was. Which I mean, yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm still, I'm very, they're definitely not my like number one ship. But I'm definitely excited to see where it goes. Out. I'm curious. Like I
1: I like Upstead, but they're not I'm not like mm-hmm. gung-ho about yeah. them, you know, like I'm I'm um yeah. basically what I say with PD is that I'm basically just up for whatever the show wants to do at yeah. this point. Cause yeah. my only ship that I was like die hard for on that show was Row Water and clearly
0: mm-hmm. that's done.
1: So which bums me out. Um, yeah, they didn't even mention where Vanessa was, and that just really sort of bugs me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm still hoping, you know, intro to the ep- like beginning two minutes of the episode. Oh, yeah, I, I, know we're still kind of down a person since uh, Rojas went back. Yeah. Like, w- w- Eventually.
0: You'd think right, they'd right.
1: have to mention I what hope. happened
2: with her. Anyways. If not, um... I think we need to keep like asking, not in every single post, but, like, we need to, like, comment to the one Chicago account. Like, yeah. where's Roja? Where's Rojas? <laughs> <Right>. We <laughs> just, just do a hashtag. Know. should do a hashtag. Where's Roja? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I may do that soon because, like, I, I genuinely, I just, I need to know. Like, I right. need to know. Just let us know she's not dead. That's all I need
1: to know. Exactly. Just confirm. All we need. That she's, I'm a, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty positive she's not dead or else people would be real sad on the show. Oh, but yeah. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. give me some actual, like, proof of life. <laughs>
2: yeah. Just, just, little just like, a little crumbs. Like we said, little... it doesn't have to be much of anything. You know, we like need... what Fire it's... did
1: with Foster. That was exactly. simple and quick, and we got exactly. an update, and it was great. Let's do that. 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, so anyway, but that's PD. So PD, just based on the two promos we've seen, seems to be Upstead and Burgess. Mm-hmm. Um, so... see that that's gonna be fun and Mm -hmm. then med again Mm -hmm. both promos the one right after the episodes aired or went on hiatus and then the one that they've been airing recently has april and ethan with april not being in the covid ward anymore like ethan having to move her back to the ed i guess Um, so that seems to be the big story yeah no no but Mm -hmm. the photos for med confused me because lannick is in them and i was like didn't he quit yeah. <laughs> I mean, does he's he come really back curious. maybe? I don't know. He's in a photo. He's in photos with Natalie and, and Marcel. And I'm like, didn't he quit? I thought he quit. Did he quit yeah, as he, like he, the
2: he on quit. head like, of the ED?
1: Like, I mean, This is my question, though. Did he just quit as head of the ED mm-hmm. and he's still a surgeon at the hospital? Is that mm-hmm. possible? Because he was in scrubs. I, I mean, he was in the black surgeon scrubs, you know, like Marcel wears. Mm-hmm. So, I do I'm, I'm I'm confused about that. Unless that's the episode somehow aired out of order, but I doubt that.
2: No, I mean um, I,
1: I, I don't. I I'm mean just, I, I was confused not... by Lanik being in the photos. I was like, I don't. Hmm. Wait, what? Yeah, hmm. and he's in scrubs. Okay. It's not like he's dressed in you know normal clothes, which that would be one thing. But he's in scrubs, so I was like okay. confused. Okay. I guess we'll find out what that's yeah. about. But he seems I'm to be intrigued. involved in, <laughs> right? He seems to be involved in the Natalie and Marcel plot, um, hmm. whatever that is, which I'm super curious about. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I, I okay, I still hold out hope for a Man's Dead, but As I'm, most I'm of really the, feeling mostly everybody does. <laughs> I but I am really feeling though where they're taking Natalie and Marcel.
2: I got. Oh, I, I'm just. I agree. Really into it right now. You know. Well, and it's it's interesting. It feels- it, it it does. And I think it's like, it's once again, Natalie just deserves to be happy. So let her, whatever happens, happens.
0: And Uh-oh. I feel like from
2: them, it still has felt very organic. Like it doesn't feel like some shit, not surprisingly, uh-huh. really not in the one Chicago universe. It's nothing. I mean, most stuff rarely feels forced, which is I still give them so much credit for doing it. They don't try and right. put people together and it not work and then still try and do it. So a lot of, I think what they start to see is like sparks and if it really continues well, they kind of just like feeding it, which I, as a shipper in general and just somebody who enjoys seeing good chemistry, I love it when they do that because that's just, you're just letting it feed like naturally and it al- it always ends up working out very well. Even if, you know, if they don't end up together, it still makes for very good scenes because the chemistry works so well between the actors and the characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. The reason I, I like it is because it doesn't feel like they're they're forcing them together. It's mm-hmm. just sort of like happening when they're in scenes together,
2: which mm-hmm. is nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm just I'm really curious to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. Be good. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that Will just focuses on his career for right now. <laughs> yeah. Um I think Will needs a breather I, I think like- it's time for yeah. <laughs> just let's let's not date anybody for a little while, buddy. Let's mm-hmm. just, just- just Get your you life know, together. be a doctor,
0: no. right?
2: And <laughs> Find I mean, a place to live. Also, that, and I mean, like, it's still co, it's still cove in the show, and like, you're you're also a doctor in a hospital. You don't need to be dating anybody right now. Like, most wills you need to date yourself. Like, that's what you need to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it is kind of true. He has... <laughs> he does sort of need some time with himself. Natalie had I her mean... time with herself. Now it's Will's turn.
2: Honestly, and I think that it could do some, like, very good, like, introspection for him because it always seems like he's always jumped quite a bit from, like, relationship to relationship to relationship, yeah. and I think he, he, he makes some well, time.
1: He, he said himself he makes the same mistakes over and over and over again, and mm-hmm. he does. I mean, mm-hmm. we know he does. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I basically, from what I saw in the photos, it looks like probably going to get April and Ethan and then mm-hmm. Lanik, Natalie and Marcel. Seems mm-hmm. to be like the big things happening. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. fire photos which basically showed a little bit of everybody. I mean, it only sh- they only had they had photos of like um, Casey and Gallo on the aerial mm-hmm. saving a couple mm-hmm. of civilians from the roof. And then there was photos of, uh, there was a photo of Severide in like a burnt out car garage
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: and then I mean everything else sort of revolved around that we had pictures of Brett and uh, Mackie
2: in a backyard
1: call where this girl's she was like bleeding heavily from her nose so I'm guessing something happens there Um, and then in the promo the original one after the episode aired we saw Brett and Casey obviously Mm -hmm. talking about the thing that they need to talk about
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then in the
1: new one in the new one it shows severide saving a guy from the garage and then that guy thanking him for it later Mm
0: -hmm. so i
1: feel like uh, this is my Mm -hmm. instinct on this i feel like it's gonna be a stellaride focused episode with Mm -hmm. some bretsy and it sounds Mm -hmm. like based on the unofficial description and the photos too a little bit of mouch because there were photos of just mouch in a couple
2: oh yeah, because yeah, because so, I remember reading from the episode description, like the be, I think what happens like with when Matt and Gallo are on the aerial and it's kind of scary. The aerial, so something Mouse happens, kind of, and so gets, Yeah, there's a spoiler.
1: Scared, which, yeah, there's there's a spoiler photo out there about what happens with Matt on that ladder. Um, yeah, awesome. It's gonna be interesting. We'll to <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, anyways, but yeah, so the the unofficial description did mention that it's probably the official description i just haven't seen it reported from yeah like somebody like tv line or anything like that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. anyway so that's what we got that's the news that we have as of right now Um, so i
2: will though i would say if anybody wants to have just like two minutes of fun on twitter go to i think is it i'm I'm gonna i always want to say because derek uh haas from the showrunner of um the Chicago Fire show. He did a little Q and A a week, a couple weeks back. That was a lot of fun to kind of follow and. Oh, yeah. Things. If you just wanted some like fun little tidbits about Chicago Fire and maybe what could be upcoming, I would say go peruse that on our Twitter timeline because we we responded to a few of them because we thought it was it was just fun uh-huh. to kind of hear some stuff because we don't get to do as many see or do or see as many like Chicago Q and So even if it was just Chicago anymore. Fire or all the Chicago shows, it was it was Derek fun to used kind to of do them. hear that insight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Derek used to do them every Sunday and then
2: he left mm-hmm.
1: social media, which I don't blame him for leaving social media because social mm-hmm. media is kind of a mess mm-hmm. right now. But, um, yeah. anyway, he was on Emily Lingeretta's profile. And okay, yeah, I so thought if it, you go to I our timeline, em-
2: I thought it was Emily and I couldn't remember for sure. And I yeah. didn't want to like assume it was her.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. It was Emily. It was Emily. Um, and if you go to, you're right. If you go to our Twitter, which is ladies at Molly's, mm-hmm. um, on our timeline, there are some. There's some that are quoted, so you can find mm-hmm. uh, Emily's profile from there and find a few of those tweets. Which, if you're going to read them, and this will lead into our Bretzi discussion, <laughs> if you're going to read them, <laughs> please know that Haas Derek Haas speaks his very own special language intended to freak yeah. you out. So let's let's start with that <laughs> because he said some things at that Q and A that really bothered some people. Um. And he said things like there are going to be new characters that cause complications. Um, And then he said something like in the, he said, he used the phrase in the short term, which bothered some people that he, but he does this on purpose. This is what he does. Even Jesse Spencer said in an interview and Kara have both (laughs) said that he likes to stir things up. So he's doing this on purpose. He wants us freaking out because if we're freaking out, then we're going to tune in to find out what happens. Exactly. That's the the whole point of his job. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, if you read anything that he says, just take it with a grain of salt and know that his intention is to make you panic. Um, That's just what he does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways, but yeah, so that's going to lead us to our Bretzy discussion. Um, (laughs) Because I think what we're in for, if you remember Stellaride in season seven, that's the sort of journey that I think we're in Mm -hmm. for in season nine with Bretzy um mm-hmm. a long meandering journey that's going to lead us to a destination we like um mm-hmm. but i do think that's sort of what we're in for here especially given that Q and A kind of led me to believe that there's going to be some space put between them for a little while which, which is the part which, that yeah, makes me I mean, sad i had, a, I had a very sad couple of nights Thinking about I know, when we I come saw, back, Fred and Twitter. Casey are going to be... On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so used to them being so smirky and smitten and just adorable yeah. and supportive and you yeah. know, really there for each other. It's going to be weird for a while if there is going to mm-hmm. be space between them. Um, but I think it's only going to be temporary because Derek did say in the short term. And mm-hmm. that could mean because um, he said uh like her, somebody asked something about um, in an interview last season, he said that Casey was going to be there for Brett through more struggles. Um, and they basically asked if that was still accurate. And he said, well, I think that's going to change in the short term. And so mm-hmm. the question is, did he mean she, Brett's not going to have any troubles in the short term or did he mean that Casey's not going to be there for her in the short term? Mm. Um, and that's the sort of double speak that yeah. Derek is very good at um, Yeah, I think it means in the short term there's going to be some space between them um, which makes sense exactly yeah. um, so I think when we come back it is going to be different I think as we've seen from the promos for 903 there's going to be a conversation that they have to have about mm-hmm. where they go from here and I, I think yeah. 903 is going to end with them still up in the air um and then I think we're going to go on a journey. I think we're going to mm-hmm. see Casey be forced to deal with things he's just sort of ignored. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really where the big struggle is. So where we left them, you know, they had their big moment, their big kiss, which that makeout was gorgeous, oh. and tender and perfect and everything Uh-oh. I ever dreamed it would be.
2: Um and I just, just everything I wanted like it to be. That- yeah, exactly. And I just wanna keep replaying like that like movement from doorway to inside the apartment to oh. couch, like on replay yes. for like the eternity. Like eternity. I just need it to be playing constantly on a on a big screen, just like for there for my enjoyment.
1: Really. I mean, and we're gonna need to take comfort in that for what's coming. I mm-hmm. mean, I just we're just gonna mm-hmm.
2: have to just stay in that moment for a
1: long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why they gave it to us. <laughs> that's the whole point we're
2: gonna feed you now so we can starve you later yeah um, what i mean i mean i i'm i'm not 100 percent mad about because i mean compared to other shows they could just tease it not actually give anybody anything and then take it away from you before <coughs> really getting it so yeah um <laughs> <laughs>
1: My Twitter blew up last night
2: <laughs> with MacGyver. Yeah, I, I, also, I also, even though, not MacGyver podcast, but I mean, I'm still, that's another show I do want to check out too, but I saw that last night and I was just like, ooh, do I want to start it? Do yeah. I? I'm not sure. Oh, well, not a good thing. But um, not a good yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, but that's where I still give a lot of the One Chicago Shows credit. They don't, I mean, they definitely tease us in some ways or I kind of want to be like, just give us more please give us more. Well, but in a lot of cases, I still feel like they do a really nice job where even if it's not always going to be the happiest of endings, we at least get little crumbs of things to at least satisfy us for at least a little bit of time. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, they
1: they rarely tease something and don't follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you think even back, if we talk about like Chicago Fire season one with Milson, like that didn't work out. They broke up, mm-hmm. but they still gave it to us. So mm-hmm. it's it wasn't like we didn't get the relationship at all,
0: you know, mm-hmm.
1: whereas some shows they tease something forever and then you never actually get a relationship, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, when, which then when you Chicago's never thing, done that. No, which I mean, I think that's why it still ends up being such like a favorite franchise for me because it doesn't I don't feel unsatisfied. And that's definitely been something right. across a lot of TV that has unfortunately pissed me off at one point or another is that. They tease it, tease it, and tease it. Mm -hmm. And there's no actual culmination to anything. And then you just get mad because I'm like, I'm not, I didn't make up this chemistry in my head. I didn't.
1: Yes, right. The worst is when they tease it and then backtrack and act like Uh it was never a thing. That's the worst to me. I had a show do that to me. um, And it, like, the show ended and I watched it all the way through to the end. But it just, like, even thinking back on it now, it makes me mad. Like, it sort of ruins the show a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. When they do that,
1: mm-hmm. because you want to be happy about the show, but then you're like, man, but you made me think this was going to happen. And
0: mm-hmm. then you just
1: totally acted like there was never any chemistry there at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the most insane, maddening thing. Um, but yeah, so the One Chicago Shows don't do that, uh, which is great. I mean, they always sort of write toward chemistry. Um, which I mean, which I appreciate
2: I, no, and I I agree completely, and I I think that's where, and I mean, we'll still talk a little bit, I definitely still want to talk more about kind of how well fed we were from just these first two episodes. Well, I even wanted yeah. to highlight too, was that, I mean, I didn't really, like I said, I got into Chicago PD first, and then it was Chicago Med and then Chicago Fire, so it, re, it really is hilarious, So that it ends up being like Chicago Fire last for me,
0: which I still <laughs> laugh
2: about completely. <laughs> But even though Chicago, is def- Chicago Fire holds definitely like a really special place in my heart, but it's that, um, so when I started watching like live, it was really like season seven, eight-ish, I want to say, or maybe it was eight, mm-hmm. that I really got to really see fully. And so I think that's where I kind of, at least on my... Fell in love with like I I got that taste of uh, Brett and Casey just through little moments that oh, they started in those yes. late seasons. So I think that's why I personally, at it least seven. I grabbed onto them so early, mm-hmm. it's just because we got mm-hmm. these little moments. And I wanted to make sure we talked about it. Is that I? It is so hard for me to find the scene, and I get so mad. Is what really sold it for me between the two of them was the game night episode. yes where Oh
1: my gosh, the game night Silly, episode yeah,
2: where Silly tried to set up her um, like gym instructor friend with Matt and it was just yeah. like the cutest scene in the world and it, it, there was something in that <laughs> scene that just it clicked for me and I was just like oh yeah. uh oh I'm no, in trouble I, I, <laughs> for me I
1: was sold on it earlier than that I was sold on it mm-hmm. in uh, 719 mm-hmm. which was before that which was yeah. the one where they're trapped in the firehouse because there's the big storm and there's the kid there that you know stowed that stowed away on uh on engine i think and got into the oh. firehouse um that episode because mm-hmm. they they really focused a lot on just the two of them talking mm-hmm. which was nice so you with mm-hmm. that episode you start with brett like listening to casey talk to Severide about this around the world trip you know mm-hmm. that, that you go anywhere in the world you have no idea where you're oh, going yep. they just send yep. you somewhere and she's listening, like she's not really a part of the conversation, but she she's interested in it. And that wasn't like the moment that sold me, but that's where it started for me to like really mm-hmm. get invested in it, because mm-hmm. that was a signal that they want the same things, even that mm-hmm. little tiny thing. And then when you go through the rest of the episode, they obviously purposefully show Casey just like lingering a little with her in every mm-hmm. moment that they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what does it for me, because... I, honestly, I'm so biased toward Matt Casey. I love Sylvia Brett; she's my <laughs> absolute favorite. Yeah. Um, but I am I am going to be biased toward Matt Casey every time. And if something makes him happy, if something interests mm-hmm. him, then I want that to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was clear in that episode that he was he was interested. And so, mm-hmm. to me, him being interested in Sylvia, a character I already love because she's so selfless and so kind. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm immediately if matt's going to be interested in someone like her then i want that to happen because kara Mm -hmm. said this in an interview recently and it's the way i've always felt about bretsy these two people care so much about other people that Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's so nice to see them turn that energy toward each other because they've never really had that before so for them to provide that for each other and that was clear in that episode and I think mm-hmm. that's what really sold it for me. But that game night mm-hmm. episode that you mentioned is one of my favorites.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think
1: for I love yeah, oh, yeah. her friend Go Olivia. Is in the middle of all of that the whole night, uh-huh. like she's in between Brett and Casey. And uh-huh. you can tell by her face that she's like, "Okay, um, I don't uh-huh.
2: like. I'm not here. Why am I here?" Yeah. <laughs> the like, whole time. This is supposed to be it's a double funny. date. This is not a double date. It does not feel like a double date at all. <laughs> And then, like, there's a moment
1: where uh, Brett gives Matt, like, this look, like, hey, talk to her. Talk to her. And Mm -hmm. he, like, totally looks so awkward and sort of ignores Mm -hmm. her. It's just so cute. It was. And I think think that's... (laughs) No, I was just going to say, that's where, like, their friendship shines. And that's Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. one of the big
1: reasons that people love them, is because they are friends first.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say, um... This is my other favorite part from that episode, and the way I still kind of look back at a lot of the show is that we tended to see, not all the time, but quite a bit, like Sylvie, like, early on, acknowledge her feelings for, like, a lot of her different, would be later boyfriends and whatnot, you know, just like, it would never be like, it was something, like, she never thought about. But when Olivia mentions it to her that you should be the one dating Matt Casey, it was for me the moment that you just see this little like light bulb moment go off for Sylvia mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. really also got me because it felt different than a lot of the other not really not relationships, but the other times she's pursued avenues. with yeah. other guys. It's always been, oh, she already knew she liked him, so she was just going to go for it. This one was just like, oh, I never thought about it. And it was just like that moment yeah. of like, I know, like it, it just never seemed like a possibility to her. So when it right. somebody else mentioned it to her, it was just like this yeah. moment. That, I hate to say like come to Jesus moment because it really wasn't like that surprising. <laughs> but it, it it just still it caught Sylvie off guard that it's just it was just a well, way we had never really seen her. So that's why it just uh-huh. that one that episode in particular, for at least for me, is still what solidifies Bretzy so much yeah
1: well and i think the difference is especially with sylvie like you said she's always sort of uh consciously pursued someone Mm
2: -hmm. or consciously
1: made a decision to be in a relationship with someone so if -hmm. you think back even to like Cruz, i mean that was a decision that she made like he asked Mm -hmm. and she thought about it and she was like you know what yeah i want to date a nice guy you know like that was her decision and then with antonio and kyle she pursued both of them and then if you really want to count Otis, I mean, I guess Otis asked her, she thought about it and then gave an answer. Mm-hmm. So it's always been very intentional. Whereas with mm-hmm. Casey, it sort of happened to her. It's like not mm-hmm. her making it happen. It's just there and it's mm-hmm. happening and she has no control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I did a whole thread about my thoughts on that, which I think she's been running from it from the start, which was clear by the end of mm-hmm. 902 that she's just like not wanting... To feel what she's feeling because it is messy and it's complicated and she mm-hmm. thinks she's going to end up hurt which I don't mm-hmm. blame her for um, you know it's it's not like her other relationships where mm-hmm. it's someone that she's fairly confident that if she she can sort of control what she feels and I think mm-hmm. that's that's the clincher and that's the reason that I think they're going to be so great together is because it is something she's she doesn't have any Any way of controlling it's a feeling that she cannot Mm -hmm. control. It's a passion, and Mm -hmm. it didn't start like a head over heels jump two feet in the way it did with with two feet you know first like it did with Antonio. This was Mm -hmm. like gradually coming on, and it's something that she can't stop. And I think that's what's going to make them epic is the fact that they're both feeling these things that they didn't ask for they didn't try and make it happen it is just sort of naturally organically happening between them as mm-hmm. they grow closer
0: um oh, which mean, is the
1: best
2: gonna... the best oh, kind exactly. of ship <laughs> i mean it's i'm not going to try and ever compare them too much but like it's very similar in like i felt like stella ride where it's we saw stella and kelly like early on like they had they were like that buddy buddy kind of friend and then it just grew to something mm-hmm. more. And it's just, it just, once again, that's why I still give one Chicago show so much credit where if it's organic and it just feels right, they kind of just go with it, which I mean, it, yeah. it just, it feels so right. And it feels so good. And I'm not mad about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And that's why I, if you really look at what Derek said during that Q and a, it feels very reminiscent of like what Stellaride went through in season seven, mm-hmm. because. If you look at at what they did, they were together and then they hit a bump. So they took mm-hmm. some space and while they took some space, there was Hazmat zach mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you know, and then Severide got himself together and uh, and basically decided he was going to be worthy of her. Like he made that mm-hmm. decision. He got over not completely got over his issues, but he worked on his issues. Um yeah.
2: And then they got back still, together. Like and I wonderful... think Exactly.
1: <laughs> it was a great, I mean, it was a great plot. It was really well mm-hmm. done. Um, even if it was frustrating and you're like, man, can these two just like work it out, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, you want them to be together and happy, but at the same time, there is something to be said for the pining and the angst and the distance that yeah. makes them coming together that much sweeter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think that's what the show's going for here with Bretzi. I think they Mm want to make it epic. I don't think they want it to just be something that happened. I think they want these two characters to really put in the work to be together, Mm -hmm.
2: Um,
1: which is what makes a love story
0: a love story.
2: Oh exactly, because I mean I hate to say like we've had some other instances over the seasons where personally, with the way they seem to be going, like you have little instances and more and more scenes here and there, that's more—that's more than nothing. Like I'm, like we had another yeah. the other instance where Sylvie was working. Um, I want to say it was like Jordan, the social worker. I want to say maybe Jordan. Ryan. I'll, I'll look it up later. Brian, Ryan. I don't know. It's he Ryan. looks like a Jordan. He looks like a Jordan. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he looks like? uh What was his name? Jordan? Is it Jordan? No. Is it Jordan Fisher? I don't know. He Is does it- look like a Jordan.
2: He does look like a jordan but um it's like but he, his name is ryan where, i'm still in my head he's gonna be called jordan but he, he is Ryan. so ryan, <laughs> ryan the social worker where it's he definitely has like obviously like there was some little bit of things going on with him and sylvie and so he did come in for like a couple two maybe two maybe three episodes but it just it yeah. ended up being just like it not that it fizzled out but it just didn't it didn't it didn't feel right. Well, it mean, was more, definitely...
1: it was more on his end than hers. I oh, mean, exactly. and that was obvious that exactly. he, he was more into her than she was into him. um But there was a date. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, even though Sylvie was like, "Is it a date? Because it's lunch. Yeah, is, is that eh, it's, if it's I during the daytime? Is it a date? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which yeah." Was really a funny conversation. Um. Anyway, so there was that, and then there was also the realtor Nicholas at the end yeah. of last season. Yep. um he asked her out and she said no cuz she was still mm-hmm. all cut up on Casey. Um yeah. so I mean we've had a couple of times where that's happened, but for the I mean okay, Matt was aware of Ryan and there were some little jealous moments
0: mm-hmm. which
1: was really cute because it was him trying not to be jealous but clearly he was. Mm-hmm. Um And we had one of those with Kyle too. That's like one of the most underrated moments is I have to talk about this because I love it. And nobody else seems to talk about it. Remember season seven, the episode where Matt goes to Kyle and says, Hey, you know, um, you've been avoiding the firehouse. And I really think you should stop doing that because Brett can take it. She's, Mm -hmm. she's strong and she's a great girl. And so then he does come by the house. Kyle comes by the house and he says, Hey, I've seen everybody, but uh, Sylvie and Foster. And Matt's like, oh, yeah, uh, they're, they're going to be at mid. They're, they're going to be gone for a while. So you should just you, know, you should go. You should just go. <laughs> like, it's clearly him trying to keep Kyle from seeing Sylvie. And Stella's standing right there, and the look on her face is classic. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. I see yeah. what's happening here.
0: <laughs> I have to talk yeah, about um, that moment, because
1: it's one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> oh, I okay. know. So we've had, like... It, it, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we've had, like, little moments of, like, Matt seeing that other guys are interested in her. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. although he never found out about the realtor at the end of last season, which I've always no. wanted him to find out about. <sighs> mm-hmm. I always wanted, like, Foster to just, like, put it out there. And she never did. Yeah. Um, it, it
2: was. Anyway. it feels like a very, like, Foster thing. She would just, like, drop like drop it out of nowhere. And yeah, it'd be, like, those fun little yeah, side things that it. they would have.
1: right needle him with it a little bit like um hey so this guy asked her out and he was totally hot you know just like throw it out there but nope (laughs) um so but i'll be curious now though if it's different because matt's now more aware of what he's feeling i really do think Mm -hmm. if you look at at matt's journey he wasn't completely aware of what was happening with sylvie until very recently uh-huh. And I he was the I do firmly believe he was the first one to have feelings of the two of them um because the, back in 719 it was clear that he was feeling something. I just don't think he knew mm-hmm. what that was yeah. or how to process it. Yeah. <laughs> um and Sylvie they've very clearly shown her having conversations with people about it and we've never mm-hmm. seen Matt actually have a conversation with anyone about it. So you know i i feel like that's an indicator mm-hmm. that he's just not really had time to process it or he hasn't let himself process it um
2: which i so think i, think I that... said on our last podcast that it's like this is like the first time like granted <clears throat> he's had like little like hookups here and there and like with i i feel like he has right or maybe I, all seasons are blending together to me unfortunately but it's not like he's ever <laughs> had to very much acknowledge like there's because i mean it's granted, it's been a while since he's. His divorce is settled, but it's not like he's ever had much time to like process up, like you're allowed to move on, you know? And so, it's right, just, I think, well,
0: it's,
1: yeah, he, yeah, no, he's had flings, but there's never mm-hmm. been someone that he thought, okay, I could have a future with this person, mm-hmm. there, that he's never been presented with that. So, there's mm-hmm. never been, he's never considered a future with mm-hmm. anyone else other than Gabby. So, mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that question caught him very off guard. So he's mm-hmm. got all of that in his head. And if he's never even really talked to anyone about how he feels about Sylvie, maybe he doesn't even know how he feels about mm-hmm. Sylvie. And how can he answer that question if he doesn't know how he feels about Sylvie? So, you know, you give him credit for being honest in that moment. Mm-hmm. I wish he'd thought about how he felt before that moment. But then she's so on him, So you can't really... <laughs> no. Can't really blame him for that. But he's had no. you know, I I just feel like he's never really been in a position where there's been a serious possibility for a real mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Because with Naomi, he sort of knew from the beginning that she was like married to her work. You know, it mm-hmm. was never like this is gonna be an actual thing. He liked her, he was attracted to her, which I think was mm-hmm. good for him to see that he could be attracted to someone after Gabby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then there was <laughs> Uh, smart girl, which I think her name was Jessa, um, and that was just a bad, a bad move that I think yeah. he was subconsciously doing because Brett had come back, and he didn't want to still have feelings for her. That's my theory on that. <laughs> but uh, she was very sort of stalkerish, <laughs> lots of warning flags that he just ignored completely. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was never going to be. He knew that wasn't going to be anything. Um. So that's what I'm saying. He's never he's never really had a moment where he's like, mm-hmm. okay, so what's going to happen with the rest of my life now? You know, mm-hmm. like he he had that moment in season seven where he almost died, and that spun mm-hmm. him out for a while into a very dark place. And I think that sort of made him realize that there is life after Gabby, but I don't think he's ever stopped to think about what that life will be. Hmm. And so I think I mean, this is where he thinks about that.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, he's had time to obviously, like, think about his career, think about his friends and, like, do on with that. But it's, like, where we still had that conversation of he's still living with Severide and now Stella. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. it's, he's he's moved on with parts he's of He's frozen
1: life, but... yeah. in a moment yeah. in time.
2: Yeah. And so, and I think it's now that stuff is, like, obviously, like, moving and, and so it's not just, like, stagnant. I would say now it's that it's like, hopefully he will have one of those moments. And I will, I don't know what, what sacrifice, like body, money, blood. I don't know what I have to do. I I know we've also seen promo shots of like maybe a cigar chat that I just, I need yes. one of those moments like so bad right where it's maybe, I, I don't know if it's, cause I don't know if it's going to be Kelly, Kelly and Matt with the cigar chat. I would hope it was, because first of all, I just miss those. But I still think that maybe it would be fun to kind of be a kind of very, what at least feels like a little bit of a role reversal, where it kind of Kelly being the one to kind of give, like, get your head out of your ass advice.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I definitely think, okay, so here's, okay. (laughs) So (laughs) I think, I feel like Stella and Kelly are going to be very key to at least Bretzy processing what's happening, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about Stellaride, Matt gave Severide advice, not all the time during that journey, but he -hmm. gave him advice at key points. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: think we're going to see some role reversal on that because Kelly is the one in a stable, serious, healthy relationship. Now. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense to me if that gets flipped. Um and it is Severide giving Matt advice. I I would love that because it would show growth for Severide and it would mm-hmm. show Matt pursuing growth for himself. Um mm-hmm. which I think is really what this whole plot's going to be about. I think this plot is mm-hmm. going to be about both both characters growing because mm-hmm. As much as we talk about Matt needing to figure out where he wants his future to go, it's clear that Sylvie has some insecurities she needs to deal with as well.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: Um, so it's it's both of them. It's not just Matt. They they both have some mm-hmm. things that they need to learn, some personal journeys they need to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all of it is setting them up for each other. And I think from mm-hmm. the very beginning, honestly, there's been. Um, sort of moving the pieces very deliberately to bring them together. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you think about when, even when Gabby left, she asked Matt to go with her and he said, no, I'm a Chicago guy. Chicago is my home. Well, mm-hmm. then that was, a, that was 701 where he said that. Well, then at the end of season seven, you have Sylvie leaving to go back to Fowlerton with Kyle. And in 802, she decides to come back. Mm -hmm. saying telling kyle that 51 is her home
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: you've got matt already in a place where he knows that chicago is his home there's no way he's leaving it and then by the beginning of season eight you've got sylvie in that same place
2: where Mm -hmm. chicago
1: and 51 is her home and she's not leaving so Mm -hmm. that to me is a very strategic move to get these two people committed to the same place for the foreseeable future
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then I I really think it's they've been very slowly moving the pieces together to get to this point Mm -hmm. where they have to face these feelings now so Mm -hmm. now and Derek even said this in one interview where he said that Severide and Casey would be looking at the second half of their lives and making decisions Mm -hmm. Um, which we've seen that with Severide already Mm -hmm. I mean he's definitely making decisions about his future because his future right now, he sees his future as Stella
0: mm-hmm. and
1: trying to figure out last season, you know, him trying to decide if OFI was really where he wanted to go. There was some conflict there about that. Yep. So we've seen that with Severide so far. Um, and a little with Casey last season because of the mentorship with Gallo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you're seeing him sort of take on more of a leadership role. So we've got that. I think this season for Matt is going to be looking forward on a personal level. Oh yeah. Um, so, and, and Derek did say in an interview that that would be, that they would both be, Severide and Casey would both be looking at the second half of their lives and trying to decide what they're going to look like. And I think this uh, is part of that. No. Um, yeah. I'm, <laughs>
2: you, I'm, I'm super I think excited also, for it. Yeah, go ahead. Super excited. Uh, no, it's, yeah, no, it's just that I'm super, and it's just, it's like, it's, I mean, we've, we've gotten to know these characters over what is mm-hmm. nine seasons now, and it's just, it's mm-hmm. been so wonderful to see that growth from season one to season nine now, and it's it's, it's still kind of insane, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's I'm just still so excited, I mean, we're nine seasons in, but I'm still so excited to see for all of the opportunity that is still available and still there for the possibility yeah. of what could happen with them.
1: Oh, yeah. And there's so many things that Matt's been wanting since season one Mm -hmm. that he's not been able to have Mm -hmm. um, that I think now is when um, the show is able to start giving that to him. And the reason Mm -hmm. I say that is because they've now got this second generation of firefighters and paramedics Mm -hmm. in the house.
0: So
1: some Mm -hmm. of the story that, you know, was carried by uh, Severide and Casey when they were the young guys in the house. Can now be carried by the other young guys in the house. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think now Severide and Casey are are at the age where they sort of, they sort of have to start writing them in age appropriate situations. Yeah, no, I know, agree. You know where they're yeah, they're, no, yeah, having more, families uh, of their own and exactly. Yeah, they've got to start doing that, it's, or else they just it's like, um, not to criticize. It's a wonderful life, but it's like Jimmy Stewart playing. A young guy when he's in his 50s it's just not going to work you know you gotta you gotta let him let them act their age
2: exactly and it's like you never want to see that growth that they've developed over the seasons like where we've seen Kelly grow so wonderfully into what I'm sorry what seems like a reasonable and functioning adult (laughs) instead (laughs) of the guy who would sleep at half Chicago on every other day (laughs) for real (laughs) and so it is. Just i don't we definitely with, don't want him backsliding to that no not at all but it, it's like you said backsliding but it's just like we've seen such wonderful growth we don't want to we just want to see that expand even more so which it you could it only seem yeah. it i give them serious credit for it they've done such a wonderful job with almost all the characters on the show so i just want to see that yeah. expanded even more so and i i Knock on wood, but I cross my fingers and cross my fingers. But from everything so far, we haven't really dealt with like backsliding compared to other shows where I've been very angry that they've kind of undone everything that they did for the characters. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it just to kind of see. And I'm, I'm only hopeful.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, from day one of the show, they've done a good job illustrating character growth. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, when we talked about season one of Fire, we talked about uh, Casey and Severide going from being at each other's throats to being brothers in arms in the Mm -hmm. span of one season so they've always done that and it's Mm -hmm. progressed every season I think the only time it gets frustrating is when a character isn't growing which that's happened Mm -hmm. a few times where the character like Severide was like that for a while he was he wasn't growing and then when Mm -hmm. Stella came along that's when he started to grow Mm -hmm. um so and I think you know Matt for the past two seasons has sort of been I'm gonna say in a rut um, yeah. where yeah. he hasn't moved forward he's been living his life and sort of moving on but not mm-hmm. moving forward mm-hmm. um, so I think this is the point where he's going to start moving forward again mm-hmm. Um, and I think Derek Haas has been saving him moving out of Severides for a particular reason <laughs> I, hope <laughs> um, so. I hope so I hope I- so I feel like he has, because at this point, it's a little ridiculous that he's still living with Severide. Uh, well, and, now Stella, just...
2: and now Stella, too.
1: And yeah, Stella and Severide. It's, it's a little ridiculous at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. But I feel
1: like they've been saving that for a particular reason. And I'm not saying it's going to happen this season, but I think that hasn't happened for a particular reason. And I think that's probably going to change, if not this season, then next um Mm -hmm. so you know we'll see about that but then also the the female characters have had exceptional growth on this show always I mean look at Stella Stella Mm -hmm. is now this Mm -hmm. like amazing woman in charge you know about to step Mm -hmm. into leadership um and she's grown so much from where she started where she was brought into the house because her house closed and it was like they they didn't know her really to this woman who they have utmost faith in to be mm-hmm. as confident and amazing and as talented as they know her to be and then her growth with severi too where she went from someone who was in a relationship that was um ab- abusive basically manipulative at mm-hmm. least emotionally abusive mm-hmm. with grant
2: mm-hmm.
1: to this relationship with severide that's full of so much trust and support um Mm -hmm. just makes it beautiful so we've seen that Mm -hmm. with her um and with sylvie we've seen her sort of parallel to that with sylvie we've seen her professional growth Mm -hmm. um very clearly i mean if you think about her from season three where she's working with gabby and pete and learning as she Mm -hmm. goes to Mm -hmm. now where she's training
2: someone Mm
1: -hmm. that's just
2: amazing It warms my heart because, like, you can, you can, I mean, we're only two episodes in, but you can already just see her flourishing. And it makes me so happy. Oh, yeah.
1: And what makes me happiest is other people realizing that. Mm -hmm. So, like, the look on Mackie's face, those first two episodes, anytime she's watching Brett do anything, just made me Mm -hmm. so happy. Because, really, I I do think that Brett is the, uh, the best example that Mackie could have. For Mm -hmm. a career as Mm -hmm. a paramedic in the CFD. I think there's no better Mm -hmm. person. That she could learn from. Than Sylvie. And I like that the show is recognizing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that Mm -hmm. other characters are recognizing that. Because. This is going to get into Sylvie's insecurities. That we talked about. Mm -hmm. I do feel like she has always felt like. She's in someone's shadow. Not to the point that she complains. And is all woe is me. No one respects me. No she doesn't believe that.
2: No, but it's always been that just inkling in the back of her head. because and, and I hate to yeah. say it, like, I felt that way, too, in my own personal life. Mm-hmm. And so it, it felt very mm-hmm. relatable because it's where it, it's, still, it's still very much take charge. But she, there's still certain things sometimes where it will be that little voice talking to her. So she isn't always, even though she presents that confident front a fair amount of the time, it's that there's still sometimes those little thoughts in her head. That are feel like they're talking to her and it it makes her think like, Oh, maybe it's something well, I
1: shouldn't do. Also, if you think about her partners, she's always had very assertive, aggressive mm-hmm. partners.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And not in bad ways. Just that's no. just their personalities. They're they're yeah. more take charge, more upfront than she yeah. is. She's sort of a more quiet confidence, a more quiet leadership. Mm-hmm. There have yeah. been only a handful of times where we've seen her really be aggressive and those are things that struck a chord with her you know things Mm -hmm. that really pushed her buttons and just drove her to that but for the most part she's very even tempered she follows the rules she doesn't step out of line you know so it's Mm -hmm. it's a different sort of leadership with her and I think in her mind when someone has a stronger personality than her that she sees that as overshadowing her, mm-hmm. which I get. Cause I've been there myself. I've had friends that I grew up with that had such strong personalities and they were loved by everyone and so popular. And I'm, you know, quieter. I'm not as not the life of the party. I'm not mm-hmm. the person that everybody gravitates to. So I get that. I get that feeling. And I, I feel like Sylvie has that too with, um, I mean, with all of her partners, if you think about it, because Gabby Mm -hmm. and Pete were both very strong personalities who had very strong connections in the house. Um, Chili was a very strong personality, too. Mm -hmm.
2: Borelli was very
1: charming. Um, And then, you know, Foster, of course, everybody loves Foster. She came into the house and was like immediately accepted into the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was no question about Mm -hmm. that. Everybody loved her. So if you think about her partners they have been very confident very self assured people mm-hmm. with very strong personalities so yeah i can see how she would feel as if she were living in other people's shadow especially when you consider that when she came into the house she severide was reminded of shay mm-hmm. you know she had that floating mm-hmm. over her from the very beginning too mm-hmm. and then gabby leaves at the end of season 6 and so then you've got I think Sylvie feeling like she had to step into those shoes too Mm
0: -hmm. because,
1: you know, she's the one that's been on Ambo the longest now. So not only do you have her feeling like she's living in other people's shadow professionally, but now with her feelings for Matt, that's -hmm. happening personally. Mm -hmm. So of course that's going to feed on some insecurities that she already has. And it's Mm -hmm. not that she feels like she's not good at her job or that she's not respected. She knows that she is respected and she is good at her job. But it's this idea of never measuring up to one particular person. Mm -hmm. And I I think we've all been there at some point.
2: Oh, Um, yeah. And I mean, it's it's, it's hard because you sometimes feel like, while you measure up, you still sometimes don't feel like you're enough. And so it's just, it's still that, unfortunately, it's that nagging feeling of like, but what if I'm not what they expected me to be and so it is, yep. it is it's really hard both in your career and your personal life and so I mean it's, it's just it's a really hard thing that we all deal with And I mean it still mm-hmm. once again highlights why I personally love just the one Chicago universe because it just it still feels so personable and it's you feel like you know them and it feels like these characters t- yeah. we're, we're not the characters but it still feels like you're able to connect with the characters on such a good level right that it's definitely it just yeah. still works so well
1: yeah. And then just, in you know, everybody knows those feelings. But then also, if you think about Sylvie's past relationships, particularly her mm-hmm. relationship with Antonio, mm-hmm. you can understand why she would be hesitant to get in that situation again. Because I, I don't, I mean, I personally, I didn't strongly ship Bretonio. I didn't mm-hmm. hate Bretonio because it made Brett happy for a little while. And when Brett's happy, I'm happy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. it's not like I have anything against it. but. If you look at it, she did jump before she really thought it out. And she, Antonio basically kind of told her that it's a messy situation and he wasn't sure he was ready, but they went for it anyway. Mm-hmm. So she went into that knowing that he wasn't fully ready and she got really mm-hmm. hurt.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah.
1: if you think about the situation with Matt, the divorce isn't as fresh as Antonio's, but it's still a divorce well,
2: it's, it's still played i mean it's not like i mean and you'll never hear like me and it's you have to always remember that i mean gabby was a significant portion of matt's life for like a long time oh, yeah and so long that's time. not something anybody can ever just like think oh you know be divorced one day don't think about it the next like it, it right and with how who matt casey is and how Deeply, he feels it sometimes. Oh, for sure. That it's it's gonna stay with him even two years later because it's like it's not like Matt just like gets married willy nilly. It's like he no chose to do it because he loved Gabby, and so yeah. I and mean, so even though they're divorced, there's still that part of him, and that's why it was it was such a hard thing for Sylvie to ask him because it's never he just like we said he's never thought beyond it. But I think and he and even though you divorce somebody, you're still allowed to have love for that person even yeah. though you may not be in love with them anymore.
1: Right. And I think see okay, so if you look at this from let's look at this from Sylvie's perspective. She's asking this question because she's been in a similar situation and gotten really hurt. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to do that again. And not only that, but going forward with Matt thinking that she's second to Gabby or that if Gabby mm-hmm. comes back she's going to be left to twist in the wind mm-hmm. must be a very mm-hmm. Scary, heartbreaking oh, yeah. thought. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so she's not going to be able to move forward until she knows the answer to that question. And mm-hmm. I don't think she's looking for him to say, "I don't have any sort of affection for Gabby anymore." I think she just wants mm-hmm. him to confirm that Gabby is in the past. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it from, I, I also think though if now we switch to Matt, (laughs) Um, of course, he's always going to have some kind of love for Gabby, Mm -hmm. but it's different than being in love with Gabby. And I think that's where his confusion comes in, because Mm -hmm. I don't think he realizes the difference. And I also don't think he realizes what he feels for Sylvie to see that difference.
2: Um, No. And I, I agree. And I mean, you look back at the overall show though, it's Matt's not had an easy life either. No, and no. so it's always been hard where, I mean, yeah. what should be like, I hate to say simple love of like love between your family members, Yeah. everybody has their own situations, but he had a rough childhood. Yeah. So where that time where you get to really see that good role models of what I hate to say love should be. And I use, you can't see me, but I'm using air quotation because <laughs> it's different for every single person. Yeah. But yeah. it's, you. You. You're supposed to learn that from a young age, and so mm-hmm. Matt's had a difficult time. And so mm-hmm. obviously, when he's going through rough patches in his life, it's never. It's still been really hard for him to define that because it's not like he had great examples growing for up sure. to understand yeah. what it should be. Well,
1: he's never really had. If you think about it, he's never really had unconditional love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I mean, even with his parents that Mm -hmm. love was very conditional. It's been clear that his father was terrible to him. Maybe Mm -hmm. not. I don't think we've ever had confirmation of physical abuse, but at the very least emotional abuse, Mm -hmm. verbal abuse for sure. Mm -hmm. And then his Mm -hmm. mom just piled the guilt on him. Anytime we Mm -hmm. saw her, Um, Mm -hmm. just, I mean, even when they were supposedly having honest conversations, it really felt like she was just trying to make him feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not like Nancy Casey. That's just a that's gonna be a thing with me anytime <laughs> I mean, we talk about her. She oh, I know. Which I mean,
2: we haven't we uh, haven't seen her at really since she had left some quite some seasons ago. And I'm not mad if she doesn't come. Yeah, back, I, so. I, don't, I don't care
1: if we never see her again, to be honest. <laughs> but then even with his sister, which they, uh, as far as we know, they're still they're still talking and they've patched things mm-hmm. up. But for a while there, it was rough with the two of them because he was still supportive of their mother. Which Mm -hmm. she saw as a betrayal. So they didn't talk for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was even sort of conditional. And then sometimes with Gabby, even though I love Gabby, there were times where it felt like he was doing everything he could to keep her in his life.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I could see to him that feeling very sort of conditional. Whereas like if I don't Mm -hmm. do everything right. If I'm not perfect all the time, if I slip mm-hmm. up even a little bit, I'm going to lose this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I see that when I watch episodes with him and Gabby now, especially in season six, um, with the way they wrote Dossie in season six. I mean, that mm-hmm. that felt very obvious to me that it was sort mm-hmm. of like a slippery slope and they were losing traction with every episode, um, you know, so he's never really had that sort of unconditional Mm-hmm. love in his life to really have that as an example to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's where Sylvie's gonna be really good for him eventually. Mm-hmm. Because Sylvie is the type to love unconditionally. She just that's just who she is. And Matt mm-hmm. is that too. When Matt loves, he loves. There's no sort of oh, question yeah. or there's no opportunity for him to take it back. That's not the way he's built. And that's also part of the problem here because he's very loyal. He loves with mm-hmm. everything he has. He's loved mm-hmm. Gabby for a long time. So he's going to have to confront the fact that while he still loves Gabby, he's not with her anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to have to really accept that. And I think he has, sort of, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's really let himself believe it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's going to have to happen with him. Now, what's going to happen have to happen with Sylvie, though? The other part of that conversation that they had was that he tried to talk to her further about it. And I think that's important to point out, is the fact that he gave his answer, which was an honest answer. And then mm-hmm. after that, Sylvie shut down. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch that scene, as soon as he said, I don't know,
2: Sylvie didn't hear oh. anything else. Nope. Her right? Heart just she didn't. Her heart just shattered exactly. into a million pieces. And, it's, exactly. oh, and this, it still breaks my heart. It breaks my heart just, like, thinking about it.
1: Right. Me too. Me too. But the thing is, I don't think she really heard what he was trying to tell her. And he mm-hmm. was ready to talk more. You could see with the way he, he still stayed sitting down across from her. He oh, didn't, yeah. you know, flinch away from it. It was like he mm-hmm. wanted to really discuss it. And I think that's a big moment for him because he's used to them talking about things if you think about him mm-hmm. and sylvie they've always talked about things mm-hmm. um that's even in season seven before they were as they were just starting to get close that mm-hmm. was what they did they talked about things mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh yeah oh, when yeah. he gives his answer and she shuts down he starts to say it's not as simple as that Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it it really is. And she just sort of shuts it down. And I think that's the part that Sylvie's gonna have to work on because it is mm-hmm. complicated. It's a situation that has layers. And I mm-hmm. think deep down she knows that.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: think in the middle of her hurt and her fear, mm-hmm. that's just been clouded over to where mm-hmm. she sees that answer as confirmation that he's still in love with Gabby. And she even said that, you know, I always knew you were still in love with Gabby and his face. When she says that is no i'm not still in love with gabby like he's mm-hmm. shocked that she thinks that which is funny to me because i'm i would also be the type that would assume that like if you said mm-hmm. i don't know i would also be the type to be like okay, i yeah. so still love her but matt's face was very like confused like no that's not what mm-hmm. i said so i think it's gonna come down to both of them sort of mm-hmm. learning about themselves and I think oh, yeah. a very clear indicator of that is when Sylvia was talking to Stella about,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, basically admitting to Matt that she loved him, and Sylvia's just like, what "No, no, that I can't."
2: Still killed me, so I'm still yeah talking with you from the grave because I still can't believe we got that admission. No, on, I know that L like word, actual screen <laughs> that L word came out of nowhere. It was beautiful. Like, it was. It was. No
1: one expected her to say the L word, and it just mm-hmm. like happened, and you're like, wait what you're
2: like <gasps> we're here it's here already <laughs> it's, but it's like but i knew like i knew it i felt it but did i think they were gonna acknowledge like did i think Sylvie was gonna acknowledge it no and so for her to actually like say it to another person and for i mean yeah. i love that it was stella and so yeah. it's just it i it still me away it was yeah lit.
1: yeah but the fact that she was so adamant like i can't i can't just trust me i can't mm-hmm. that is her fear talking because mm-hmm. she had already basically decided for herself that Matt could not love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his answer, when he said that immediately clicks with her fear and insecurity that she's already has. And that's all she mm-hmm. hears. So mm-hmm. it's going to be up to Matt to break through that and up to Sylvie to let him break through that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's going to be the journey we're going to go on next. I think.
2: But, oh no. And I mean, I'm, I'm, so excited for it because it feels like, I mean, I I don't want to keep comparing to like Severide at all, <laughs> but it still, it still feels like where it's it's not like Sylvie and Matt have ever been like, you know, like just dating around or like sleeping around, which feel free. If you want to sleep around, like I'm never going to be one for judgment of that, but it's from, it's, it just always seems like Matt and Sylvie have known what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time, it kind of feels messy. And I think Mm that it's hard for them because it's never, they've never had to deal with messy. And so for it to work, exactly. And so for them to have to work through that is it's scary. It's Uh not always going to be the most fun, but yep. I'm so excited for where the payoff is likely going to be. Well, because it's going to be worth it. Yeah. And that's part of what we were talking about too
1: earlier. Is that things with them have been so organic. And happening so mm-hmm. naturally. That mm-hmm. they've not really had to struggle. Mm-hmm. With each other. Um, and this is the part where they struggle. This is it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see them work through that um -hmm. especially with the type of people that they are
0: they Mm -hmm. very much
1: care for other people and the thing about people that care about others more than themselves is that they have the tendency to unintentionally become martyrs (laughs) yeah Um, and i feel like that's gonna be a challenge with these two people because it's gonna be i think for a little while matt's gonna probably try and keep his distance because he knows he hurt her Mm-hmm. And I think Sylvie's probably going to try and keep her distance because she's trying to protect herself. So I think we're going to see <laughs> some mm-hmm. distance, which is really going to hurt me for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, but I do think it all comes back to the episode where Matt tells Sylvie, I think you'll get, uh, what does he say? What's the exact phrasing? Um, I think
2: you'll get everything you deserve. Or no, it's once. like
1: you'll get just what. Uh, exactly what you want because that's what you deserve
2: yeah I think is what he says it, it a, all comes it back the, it was a, it was a slam again episode right yeah the... yeah okay yeah okay. yeah you'll yeah because she's talking about she's like she
1: tells him she's like you know that I ruin everything I touch when it comes to romance mm-hmm. and he's like well you've had some ups and downs but who hasn't mm-hmm. and then he says uh something like you'll get exactly what you want because that's what you deserve and that's what mm-hmm. this comes back to that's mm-hmm. the whole thing that this comes back to is that for her to get what she want, wants, Matt has to be what she deserves. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to see happening here, is that Matt is going to have to face some of his demons mm-hmm. in order to really win her back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the question to me is how they're going to handle it. And mm. obviously, <laughs> I oh I don't want it to drag out over the whole season I know I, I know. really don't because I'm i am gonna be honest I love Monica Raymond and Gabby Dawson was a badass but mm-hmm. she left the show two seasons ago and I'm a little mm-hmm. tired of having to hear her name so much
2: no, I get it, and I mean it's, and I think it's, I think what is a fair thing is, I mean, and it's hard because on most of our one Chicago ships too, they end, they end really happy, which I mean, it's that because that also that's, that, that does happen, but yeah. it's also I think it's a fair thing to show of like you can love somebody, you can get married, you can also f- not fall out of love, but you can be end up wanting to go on different paths, so you do end up getting divorced, and it that can be final, it can be yeah. final, and yeah. I mean, it can be, it's also healthy not want to get back together with an ex that's okay Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's just I want to see this next portion of the each of their lives and it's just it, it doesn't have to just be Matt and Gary because I mean I love them for what they were at the beginning of the seasons it's just for me I, I wanted to see these other parts from all these other characters from like between Matt and Sylvie and I just for me it feels like this is where the next step needs to go for them and it doesn't have to be going back to past boyfriends and girlfriends it, or even and it's just, it even ex-wives and it's just time to move forward yeah
1: no I mean I agree with that and I like I said I, I want them to pay respect to what Gabby meant to the show
2: mm-hmm. she was on the show mm-hmm. for a long
1: time I, and I want it to be clear that what Matt and Gabby had was important to Matt because it was mm-hmm. I mean he spent a big chunk of his life in love with her um, so I don't want that to be brushed aside. But at the same time, it's it's been two years since He's allowed the divorce. To move on. He's allowed to move on. We know, I mean, Monica Raymond could surprise me and come back. But I highly doubt it because she is living her best life right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took, admittedly, Derek admitted, it took a lot of work to get her to come back for that one episode last season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had to work really hard to convince her to come back. And if you have to work that hard to convince somebody to come back for one episode, most likely mm-hmm. you're not going to convince them to come back for a whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, Matt has things that he's wanted since season one that he mm-hmm. is going to need a partner mm-hmm. to achieve. And I think that they've set Sylvie up to be a really healthy person for him to have in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on their friendship so far. Oh, yeah. Oh um, yeah, she's but that's something very I even, supportive, oh, caring yeah. person. You mm-hmm. know,
2: but but that's even something I wanted to highlight because as we were talking before, is like some of the best things, at least even the best relationships I've seen on the show so far, is that they really are not only great like relationship, but it's a great partnership between yeah. both the characters in the relationship. I mean, you have sure. Donna and Bowden, what yes. like wonderful partnership between them? For sure, you have um Mauch and Trudy, wonderful partnership. I mean, Stella and Kelly, wonderful partnership. And I mean, I'm not going to go into other like Chicago PD because they got some messiness going on there. It's not (laughs) a part of this conversation. But I mean, at the heart of him, great partnerships. And I I feel like that it just lays such a wonderful foundation. And I mean, from all that we've seen in these other relationships, it's just like checking off all of those boxes for what Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see and what I'm hopeful to see with Brett and Casey. For sure. And I was thinking the other day,
1: too, if you think about, in my mind, Casey's professional path ends with him being a chief. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just where I think he's the one between Severide and him and Casey. That's going to end up being like the white shirt, you know, like, I Mm -hmm. I just think that's the path he's on. And if you think about Bowdoin and Donna. And how Donna is always there to reassure Bowden when he's doubtful of himself and his mm-hmm. leadership abilities. Mm-hmm. Sylvie very much has that sort of relationship with Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same, the same sort of relationship. And for the path that they, I think the show wants to put Matt on, she would be a great partner for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's always what Matt's wanted from the very beginning of the show. If you think about his relationship with Hallie, he wanted a partner to live his life with. Mm-hmm. And with Hallie, it became a challenge because she didn't want all the same things he did.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then with Gabby, they wanted the same things personally, but it was the way they wanted to achieve those things that was different.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And their their ideas of what a marriage should be was mm-hmm. different, too. I
0: mm-hmm. think Gabby
1: saw it more as her having unconditional support. And I think Matt saw it more as him sort of being there to not just support her, but also challenge her. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the difference. I think Gabby got frustrated any time... Matt offered advice and didn't just say, "Okay, yes, go do it."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and I think and it was,
2: it, it, Matt and I think got you're when. Down. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're no. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, that's the hard thing with podcasting is that yeah. you're always gonna have like some interruptions. um But I think it was it's just that it was growth too, and I think it's where Gabby felt. Not like comfortable, but she kind of knew what she wanted and it was still it was mm-hmm. Matt was kind of growing and it's like mm-hmm. it felt like they were maybe growing at different rates. And mm-hmm. so it it was it's really hard when you're not on the same path at the same time. And well, so it it
1: and, and Yeah, no, I mean yeah. I I agree with you. I also think Gabby was very much the person like once she decided what she wanted, mm-hmm. she was gonna mm-hmm. have it. Oh yeah. You know, it didn't matter what anybody else thought. And that's not a necessarily mm-hmm. a bad thing. That's, I'm not saying that Mm-mm. as that's a bad trait. No. I'm saying she was very decisive. She knew what she wanted and then she was going to go get it. Mm-hmm. And there isn't really a lot of room when you have that attitude for a partner to be invested in it with you mm-hmm. because you're making those decisions on your own, which is a choice that she made for herself. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with that, but it didn't jive with the way Matt oh, saw. Yeah a relationship and a marriage. I think that's the key there when it comes to Matt and Gabby is that they just had different ideas of what their relationship Mm -hmm. should look like. Mm -hmm. And when two people have those different ideas, it's very hard to change anyone's mind, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Once you're set in a certain path and a certain way to do things, it Mm -hmm. really is hard to move a person from that. And you shouldn't have to, to be honest. I mean, you shouldn't have to change someone to have a life together. Um, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And I think they had reached a point where one of them was going to have to change for it mm-hmm. to work, and that wasn't going to happen. So, and I think that's, when you look at Brett and Casey, they're very similar people with very mm-hmm. similar life goals, very similar mm-hmm. ideas of what a relationship should be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's why it works on a deeper level than just I'm attracted to you.
0: Mm-hmm. This is like mm-hmm.
1: on a, I like all the things about you, even the frustrating things
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> type of mm-hmm. way.
1: Um, and I think it's going to be once they get it together, truly beautiful and epic. And I think the show mm-hmm. is trying to set them on that path. I think that's the point of this. The oh, yeah. point of this is oh, yeah. to give us this sort of epic, romantic journey Mm -hmm. so that they are something special and that it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like it just happened due to close proximity
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: i think they want it to be an an intentional choice for both of them and i think Mm -hmm. that's important for sylvie because i think she feels like no one has ever chosen her Mm -hmm. and i think kara actually said something to that effect in an interview um she said something like uh Sylvie feels like no she's not worthy of love. You know, mm-hmm. like she's never made it work. So mm-hmm. maybe it's her. She's not worthy of it. And I think that's where this is going for Sylvie. I think we've seen her professional growth. Now mm-hmm. it's time for her personal growth.
2: Yep. Same thing with Matt.
1: We've seen his professional growth. Now mm-hmm. it's time for the personal growth. And mm-hmm. So I think a lot of this is going to be just the conscious decision from both of them to choose each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for that. And I think Derek's Me sort too. of laid some some hints out there um, yeah. about new characters coming in. And there have been some spoilery photos from set. that, <laughs> uh, if you want to look them up, I think we may know what one of those new people is going to look like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm. I'm really sort of curious. First of all. That conversation that was in the promo. I want to hear how that ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because we got
1: two lines of it. And I want to know. How it starts. And how it ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Because. Uh, I'm really hoping. That. We're going to get some more words. Out of Matt. <laughs> Because his his journey so far has been so nonverbal. It's been yeah. his eyes and like him oh being so, sort of so many very...
2: looks from that. Oh so my many hard eyes all over the place.
1: But I mean there's also <laughs> been like physical shows of support, you know, like oh yeah. He, oh yeah. He's there for her physically in person yeah. every time oh, she yeah. needs him. Now we need some words. <laughs>
0: She needs Mm -hmm. to,
1: he needs to communicate with her about how he feels. She needs to know how Mm -hmm. he feels. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that this leads to him first being verbal with anyone, whether that's Severide or Kid or Bowdoin or Herman or I don't Mm -hmm. care. I need him to say the words to somebody. somebody. And then I need him to work on saying those things to Sylvie. Because I think that's where a lot of her misunderstanding comes from, is that she has no idea what's going on in his
0: head. Mm -hmm. No
1: idea. And he needs to clue her in on that. And that's, um, for for his end, that's what I'm hoping for. On her end, I think I'm just hoping for, one, for someone to encourage her. And I'm hoping it's Stella, Mm -hmm. possibly Severide. I would
2: love to see some more Severide and Brett Friendship. I need this show to give me that. I would, I mean, because I, I, I think it hasn't helped that, I mean, I love our One Chicago fandom on Twitter, but they've also just been giving me more of, like, why haven't, hasn't there been more Severide and yeah. Brett moments? Because yeah. it, it, the few little moments we got early on when Silly first appeared were wonderful. They really and it, were. It, 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 and once again, it feels like a very organic friendship that mm-hmm. they should 100% be using to their advantage mm-hmm. in the show. And we oh, haven't sure. gotten to see that. So I would... I would I, not that, I mean, once again, I don't know what I have to sacrifice, but I would do it to get more of them on screen together. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean,
1: I I would love if this is something that they use to show us some Severide and Brett friendship moments. I would love mm-hmm. that. At the very mm-hmm. least, though, give me some more Brett and Stella, which I think is on the way exactly. based on some things we've yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I Sylvie needs someone to encourage her. Yeah. First of all. And then I also need her to remain open to Matt. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want her to like completely shut him out just because of that answer. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm really hoping that going forward we have Matt communicating with her and we have her letting mm-hmm. him. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but I also would really like since Derek, you know, did that whole tease about new people which yeah. everybody automatically freaked out and jumped to love interest and you know, knowing Derek, that's entirely possible. He is the mm-hmm. guy that gave us hazmat, Zach. So, uh <laughs> it's not entirely impossible. Um, no. I don't think, though, it would be anything serious. I think it no. would be like Ryan, where it would be somebody who comes in that's interested in Sylvie. Or, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. somebody interested in Matt, but I'm hoping not, because that yeah. sort of contradicts the story that I think they're trying to tell. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i could see it being someone who comes in that's interested in sylvie and her sort of considering it and i don't Mm -hmm. think that would be a bad thing for her or matt to be confronted with Mm -mm. um because i I think (laughs) go ahead go ahead no you're good
2: no i think no i think it it could be just one of those good i I, i hate to keep using like the phrase come to jesus but i think it would be a good like realization moment of like mm-hmm. it really gets you to think about how mm-hmm. you feel about not maybe this person right in front of you but your feelings overall and does it really make you feel at does it, do these feelings that I've had in the back of my head for songs make me feeling different for this person that is that this potential possibility that is right in front of me
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and I like I said I think that could be a good thing for both of them like I think mm-hmm. um, oh I agree I agree for Sylvie I mean, that would be a moment for her to to really see what her feelings are for Matt and Mm -hmm. sit with them because she's been so busy running away from them Mm -hmm. that I don't think she's really accepted how she feels. Mm
0: -hmm. Obviously,
1: by that conversation with Stella, we can see that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that would would help her with that, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I think it would also help Matt sort of see that sylvie could very much have a life without him Mm -hmm. and i think Mm -hmm. that's something he needs to see too and if he would be willing to accept that i think he needs to decide whether it's worth risking Mm -hmm. the future that he could have with her to hang on to gabby you know what i mean like i think he Mm -hmm. needs to see that he and he has a little but like i said earlier
0: he he's seen those yeah yeah
1: Right. But when he saw those things, he didn't know how Sylvie felt. Exactly. So it's, it's definitely so this a different, is be different.
2: coin, but it's, 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 but it's still, it's like, he got little, like a little view into that window before. Just like the little glimpse with mm-hmm. kind of seeing how it had been before, mm-hmm. but not to the extent of where now they've both acknowledged that there is something there. But mm-hmm. what does that actually mean?
1: And that they've wanted it for a long time. Which, Mm -hmm. oh, that was a beautiful moment where she was like, Mm -hmm. i wanted this for a really long time and he was like, me too. I felt so vindicated when he said, me too. I was like, I knew
0: it! I knew it! It's
1: Uh great. It's great. Anyway. um, But, and I also think for Matt, and this is the part that I'm going to love about this, because Matt's had a a glimpse of of the happiness he could have with Sylvie now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that makeout was so joyful and so tender. And they were smiling all the way through it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, Matt has not been that happy or that light in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think the part that I'm going to like about this is it's going to be Matt knowing what he could have and being mm-hmm. confronted with the temporary roadblock of not being able to have it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's going to be the fun part for me to see is, is I think we're going to get the pining from him, mm-hmm. which Jesse uh... Spencer does pining really, really well. Yes, so he's I'm excited. Hard. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're gonna get that. I feel like we're gonna have those moments where he's like, it's right there. And if I can just get mm-hmm. over myself, I can have it. You mm-hmm. know? And I, I think we're gonna have some of that. Um the part that's gonna hurt me though is gonna be Sylvie being sad because that's that's gonna come that's coming.
2: I know. But I mean uh. the one thing I the one thing I do wanna say, and I mean I've mentioned this several times on Twitter, is that this moment, it, the moment that they had to have the adult moment of having this question being brought to the forefront, it was not fun. It absolutely was not fun. But I'm glad that they did it when they did it because I would have been oh for sure so freaking mad if we had gotten like the most wonderful makeout and then maybe you know something more beyond that that would then fade to black, um, and then it would be the next morning. And then they would have had the question asked. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. would have ruined. It would well, have ruined that kind of wonderful scene. And it would have been tainted. And so, I mean, it was, Oh yeah. once again, didn't, I mean, it, it, it had to happen. And I'm glad it happened when it did.
1: Well, first of all, kudos to Sylvie for looking out for herself. And being brave uh-huh. enough to ask that question. Because she very well could have just gone with the flow. And been like, you know what? This is happening. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. let it happen. Because this is what I've wanted. She very much could have mm-hmm. just said whatever, I'm just going to go with the flow on this. But she Mm -hmm. didn't. She Mm -hmm. thought ahead to the future. What's going to happen? Is this going to break my heart? Mm -hmm. And just very impressed that she had the self-control to pull out of that moment and ask that question. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would Mm -hmm. have. Um, But as someone who has watched TV for years and watched various relationships play out on Mm -hmm. television, Four years. The fact that they brought that question out so early is a good sign. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just
1: for all of you who are doubtful of that, if they if they had delayed bringing out that question, it's more of a possibility that this relationship is being set up for a temporary relationship. Mm -hmm. Bringing it out so early is is a very heavy sign toward end game. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. what they're doing Mm -hmm. is they're getting the big issue out of the way. Mm-hmm. So this journey that we're going to be on is all about that. It's getting the big issue, the elephant in the room out of the way. And once Which, that's I out mean, of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're good.
2: No, it's but it's that, I mean, if you kind of, I hate to say like, go back all the way to season one. But like the hard part between where the big question that was there for like Matt and Hallie was that he wanted kids. She didn't want kids. And that was like, that mm-hmm. was a big thing where they apparently had this whole relationship, got engaged. Yep and then figured that yep. out. And yep. so for That's, it to be yep. complete opposite of that, of having the not fun, difficult adult question of how does this, mm. how does this factor into what a possibility of us could be? It's, it, it's just, yep. it's so, it's so huge. And it's, I love it. And I mean, it sucks, but it's so worth the end result. I think that we're going to get.
1: And the other thing is, if you think about his Matt, Matt and Gabby, they brushed a lot of things under the rug for a long time, which built up mm-hmm. to that big fight at the end of season six.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so they did a little bit of that too, where they didn't address everything as it was happening as much as they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've seen that on the show, because especially with Hallie and Matt, they were together eight years. Mm-hmm. Eight years. And she said, when they had that big discussion about kids, she said, I want kids because you want kids, but I don't think I'm ever going to be ready for kids. Mm -hmm. So basically what that says to me is she said she wanted them because she knew Matt wanted them,
0: but really Mm -hmm.
1: she didn't want them. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: a matter of like not wanting to make your partner unhappy by saying how you really feel.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: that is what did them in. That right there. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the fact that they weren't on the same page about kids, but the fact that they didn't... She wasn't honest about Mm -hmm. what she wanted. Um, And so I think with this relationship, if you look at his two relationships previous, or even hers, look at Sylvie. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, I I mean, mean, very similar
2: path of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at Sylvie and Cruz, she... Basically was sort of settling, and Cruz is a great guy, and that's mm-hmm. why it was hard for her to like admit that it it wasn't what she wanted because mm-hmm. he was such a good guy she's it was one of those things I think she even says this like am i just am I stupid for like not wanting this to work out with a good guy for not mm-hmm. making this work um and I think that same thing came into play with Kyle it's like he's a good guy, he's a nice guy, he's good to me, especially after Antonio, you know mm-hmm. like is Mm -hmm. am I wasting this chance by not pursuing this? Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then you've got the whole situation, the whole messy situation with Antonio where she jumped in knowing he wasn't ready and didn't Mm -hmm. really tell him everything she was feeling about that until the whole Lara thing happened and then it blew up. Mm -hmm. And then they Mm -hmm. did the round two where they tried not to have feelings, which obviously Sylvie can't do. And so, you know, they've had sort of similar unlucky in love situations where they've had people that just weren't right for them at that particular time. It's Mm -hmm. always been a matter of not wanting the same things or bad timing. Mm -hmm. So through that, I think they've both learned that they do have to communicate with people because I think Matt's gotten Mm -hmm. better at that. Um. And I think a lot of that is because of Sylvie. And I think in turn, Sylvie has learned to prioritize herself more because of Matt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they've already been good for each other. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of this <laughs> is that... <laughs> The fact that they, I went off on a little mini tangent—I'm sorry. Um, the fact that they brought out—you're absolutely allowed. It's Bretsly. We're allowed to have yeah. little—I mean—freak um, out here and there
2: because we're on the precipice. We're allowed. We're allowed to freak out when we want.
1: Right. Exactly. But the fact that they're bringing out the big issue early is a good sign because they're going to get it mm-hmm. out of the way. They're going to give us what we want, and then we move on to other things because mm-hmm. we all know Derek's going to throw other things at them once they get together it's not gonna be just sunshine and roses once they actually get together (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what i'm hoping for is once they get together it becomes matt and sylvie against the world Mm -hmm. and that's really what i want to see but we got to get there first and this is how we get there
2: exactly of which i like i said i'm very hopeful and i mean i haven't always been right but i've been right a fair amount of times so i'm fairly hopeful but
1: this is where we're going to be. <laughs> I am usually I'm usually right about the overall journey, not so much mm-hmm. about the little details of how they get there. Yeah. Like I in my head, okay, like we were talking about earlier, I don't want this to stretch out over the whole season. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that we'll get a resolution maybe by mid-season, like episode 7, episode yeah. 8. Yeah. But at the same time, I have really bad luck with these things, so (laughs) maybe it'll be the last episode of the season. I don't know. Like, with Timeless, okay, you've watched Timeless. When it was airing, (laughs) every episode I kept telling myself, okay, we've hit rock bottom here, (laughs) and now the liot ship is gonna start coming back around. And Uh it never happened. (laughs) (laughs) well. Every episode, we get to the episode and we're like, this is where Wyatt's going to realize he loves Lucy. No. This is where Wyatt's going to realize he wants Lucy. No. This is (laughs) like I mean, it was every episode (laughs) until we got to the very last one. And I was like, well, uh, now I have to wait for the movie special. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So I I historically have bad luck with these things where I convince myself it's going to happen here. And then it doesn't. So we'll see if I'm right. But I feel like that would be the most they could stretch it out. I don't. I agree. It's been like, two I, years since Gabby left. I can't see them stretching out this storyline much further. No. I mean, I.
2: I you know. I think of where we're at with the number of seasons likely left of the show, and just like like we said, natural progression. I I think I'm hoping for sooner rather than later yeah I mean I'm I'm
1: thinking once Matt starts thinking about it it can't take him that long Mm -hmm. to realize what he feels then I think the journey is going to be him making it happen so I think we're going to have some episodes where there's distance while Matt sort of deals with his feelings Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. I think once he does it's going to be about him pursuing her yeah So I feel like that altogether can't take more
2: than Mm -mm. five more episodes, right? No, I, and I think you have to, I I would say, I would, for everybody to keep in mind, I think if we were talking normal season without COVID, it could be longer, but I think with what we're (laughs) having to deal with, with COVID, I think it kind of flips the, some of what they may have planned on their heads a little bit, and so I, I'm, I'm hopeful with me because yeah. what we've seen so far has been a lot more interpersonal like contact with one another between a lot of characters yeah so i'm fairly hopeful that yeah. with the kind of way they're having to go about the shows now it's a little more condensed in some personal aspects of it so i'm i'm feeling yeah. good that it's gonna get resolved sooner rather than later
1: well 2 to i'm thinking also pointing out to people um it's not a coincidence that they've started this at the beginning of the three season renewal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they've now got three seasons that they can sort of plan, maybe not down to the particulars, but they can do a broad plan of where they see oh, these yeah. characters going Oh
0: yeah. in those yeah. three
1: seasons. And it is not a coincidence that they haven't started this Brett and Casey journey at the mm-hmm. beginning of that three season renewal. It can't be. Mm-hmm. No. And so, in my head, I'm thinking of, like, the overall pacing of their relationship and the mm-hmm. things that Casey has wanted from the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I'm thinking three seasons is, like, the perfect amount of time for them to let Casey be a dad.
2: But <laughs> that's on our wish list. I know that's on our wish list.
1: <laughs> it is on our wish list. But I'm saying Casey's been wanting that since season one. Mm-hmm. At some point, the show has to give it to him, right?
2: I know. I like, seriously, like, right? it's, uh, like, it's, I <laughs> that's where my heart is. And I need to see it. And once again, who, what, who or what do I have to sacrifice to get it because I need it and <laughs> I want it and we deserve it. Right. So, I mean, that's what I'm thinking.
1: I if I'm thinking in broad strokes. Then mm-hmm. I'm thinking that three seasons is the perfect pacing to set Bretzy up on this path mm-hmm. to where they're in a position to have a kid. Hmm. In my mind, because that's something that Casey's wanted for a long time, and I don't see the show being able to hold off on that much longer. No, I agree. Um, I agree. Especially considering he's—let's see—he was thirty-one in season one, so he's thirty-nine now, right? Oh, yeah. So I think so. so. No, he'd be forty. Forty. Yeah. Something around. So there. yeah, that's they're gonna have to. Up. They're They're gonna have to get on that. <laughs> I may also establish last season that Brett is thirty. Mm, last okay. season she's thirty-one. This season, and it's considered a which. This is a stupid thing, by the way. Before I say this, I just want the audience to know that I think this is a stupid, stupid definition in medical terms. But uh, in the medical field,
2: they generally consider pregnancy after 35 to be a geriatric pregnancy. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that and I I get I get it, but it's also you could pick better terminology. Right. It's stupid, but
1: that's what they call it. So Brett's got four more years before she reaches that point. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously the show's not opposed to women who are of a um a more mature age being pregnant mm-hmm. as evidenced by julie mm-hmm. and donna um and even cindy mm-hmm. so you know but still if if i'm thinking about that as a real life person like me right now i know i know, know uh, that's something that you think about as a woman
2: um yeah. the biological clock is a real thing believe it or not <laughs> no and i mean but Sometimes. you even <laughs> saw that with sylvie last season and i mean obviously her mom biological mom' subjecting back into the picture and obviously her little sister being born it's probably those those thoughts are kind of popping up in her head a little bit so it makes sense
1: yeah for sure so that's what so and and Kara did say in an interview that like there have been discussions about um, Sylvie being very involved in Amelia's life but with the pandemic mm-hmm. right now it's just not possible to show that yeah so that's oh, yeah. something that the show has talked to her about clearly mm-hmm. um, to have that discussion to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, in my head, if I'm thinking overall plan, I'm thinking that's where this is headed. And so they've got three seasons
0: mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get
1: them there. That's actually not a lot of time, especially no. when this season is only 15 episodes. And we've already seen two of them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I know. So I know. I'm thinking it's, it's got to move a little faster than it would otherwise, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, like so, I said, at the end I of the day... I'm, I'm hopeful... I, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm hopeful by, like, episode 7 or 8 we'll get some sort of forward movement resolution.
2: hmm Right? hmm
0: At no, the very I mean, least by that, episode
2: 15. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I genuinely, from what, like, we've been talking about, like, on here and even, like, when we DM'd each other on Twitter just because we can't help it at all, it's that I, I, I just right. don't see it going any other way. Like, I mean, it just, it would feel it, it would feel like a disservice to Matt Casey to start something completely brand Like if we and Sylvie, like it would just it would be well, feel like such a disservice to start something beyond this season. To be like, oh, here you go, here's brand new, like plan everything else out. And it just it it and, just to me yeah. wouldn't feel right.
1: Right, and let's think about the lesson that that teaches Sylvie. By the way, if she makes this, she takes this risk, and right now she's heartbroken. But if mm-hmm it becomes clear that Matt Casey actually does choose Gabby over her. Mm-hmm. What does that say to her? I mean, that says to her that mm-hmm. she is second best, that she's not mm-hmm. worthy of love. That she's not the person that anyone's going to choose. Mm-hmm. Like that is that would be a terrible, terrible thing to have it this season. It's just it doesn't feel and like it doesn't feel Chicago like Chicago fire.
0: Yeah, no, exactly.
2: It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't it it just yeah, it doesn't right. like, I hate to say that feels like CW drama, not NBC One right. Chicago drama. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then also the the
1: for Matt, that just undoes all of his character growth in the yeah. last two and that's, seasons. That's not who
2: they. That's not who they are. Like, like I said, other networks have done that, and I mean it's their choice. But from everything we've gotten to see of our One Chicago universe, that that it's not them. And I'm gonna continue to be right. hopeful that we're just gonna continue on the path that we are.
1: Right, so
2: if you if you really sit and think about it, it doesn't
1: make story sense to have built Mm-mm. this up for two seasons, to have these characters grow the way that they have,
2: mm-hmm. only
1: to send them backsliding now. That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel like what we were promised mm-hmm. for the show this season, which we were promised hopeful. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. that, that doesn't feel hopeful
0: <laughs> yeah that
1: feels hopeless yes. <laughs> so i feel like no matter how long it takes we're in for mm-hmm. a good ending yeah you know we're in we're in for them choosing each other it's just a matter yeah. of how long it takes them to choose each other and how mm-hmm. that goes down yeah um And I have faith that the show's gonna gonna handle it well. I mean, if Mm -hmm. how they handled Stellaride is in the indication. I know.
2: Like so and it's a they this oh oh, yeah, I mean I'm gonna be my hopeful, optimistic self and for how they've handled ninety percent of like what seems to be like continuing through the show relationships, I'm feeling pretty damn good. Yeah.
1: Well even if you look at Chloe and Cruz, um
2: you know, I mean, they had a
1: setback. Mm-hmm. They had a they broke up before they got engaged. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you and and they're really good for each other too, and super cute mm-hmm. and sweet, and they did a, I feel like they did a great job with that story too in the last two seasons. So the mm-hmm. way they've written romances in the last two seasons has been really well done, mm-hmm. and I don't see any reason that that would change now. Agreed. So. Yeah, I mean, I have faith that they're going to give us a really good story. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of people being prepared for it, which is what we're trying Mm -hmm. to do here. Yeah. (laughs) So So, just keep in mind what's probably going to happen, because the way these things go with shows typically, is that they're going to have this awkward conversation probably in the next Mm -hmm. episode. Then there's going to be some space between them. It's going to seem like it's getting worse. Then it's going to get better. And then we're going to have them together.
2: So... That's have your wine, go. so have your wine and tissues for sad kind of crying over the next little bit. But then get your yes. popcorn, more alcohol, and chocolate and tissues for the happiness that is going to come at the end. I, I, yes. happy ending, not not ending, but like happy beginning to what I think will be right. a very long future. Stock
1: on chocolate and wine and ice cream.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, tissues.
0: All the things.
1: Stock up on all of it. You're gonna need it for a little while. And then we're gonna get happiness. And I just have to keep telling myself that we're in for something great. And once we're there, it's gonna be so cute and so healthy and so supportive. And they're gonna both have everything they've ever wanted. And it's Mm -hmm. gonna be beautiful. So I have to keep telling myself that because I've been really sad these last two nights, like thinking about where they're going to be when the show comes back. (laughs) Do not be sad. Be happy. I know I need to not think about. I
2: need to think about the end game, not where we are now. (laughs) Exactly. It's painful. It sucks, but we're gonna get a happy ending. I have, and I I keep saying happy ending, and I will keep saying happy beginning. Happy beginning.
1: Right. Right. And. I that's the thing. There's no point in them putting us through all this pain if it's not leading somewhere positive. There's One Chicago's that, never been that sort of show that puts us through all this pain for no reason. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, well, not with romantic relationships anyway. I mean, they've killed some characters and put us oh, through no. some pain.
2: No, they still have you in the heart rom- for character for character growth, and losing and for that just personal growth as you know as a as losing a brother or a sister of a friend or. <laughs> Of, of the close relationship on the personal <laughs> yeah i know which we'll still have crying sessions for when we review those other seasons but as far as like those personal relationships it, it's i it's not i don't think it's gonna be the absolute stab to the heart that like i hate to say like otis and shay were i leaving. leave it <laughs> I, could I know cry
0: just thinking about i know it. i know
1: it's so sad I oh know. Oh man um, but no i I really do, yeah, I'm with you on that It's been I mean, you know, they've delivered some blows, but it's mm-hmm. never really been well except for Matt and Gabby, but that was because mm-hmm. Gabby left if yeah <laughs> if Monica had stayed on the show, Dossie would probably still be working it out, you know, yeah. I think everybody knows that, yeah, so the fact that, I mean, that blow was delivered is more because the actress left than the Mm -hmm. the writing choices. Um, So we can't, I don't really count that. (laughs) But for the most part, with romantic relationships, they haven't just given us pain for the sake of pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't see them doing that with Brett and Casey, especially because these two people have already been through so much. Mm -hmm. Especially, Mm -hmm. I mean, Matt, before, okay, so Brett's been through a lot these last two seasons and even a little before that Matt's been through it the whole time <laughs> so I know from like season one the guy has been through it he mm-hmm. needs to be in a relationship that's going to be settled and stable and solid and uh-huh. at least let
2: that part of his life be worked out I know like like, just <laughs> let Matt Casey and Sylvie Brett be happy just let them yes. be happy
1: Brett's happiness 2021 uh huh uh-huh. That's what
2: we're that's what we're planning on. <laughs> Most definitely. That should be the hashtag for this episode pretty much.
1: Yes. Spretsy happiness 2021. <laughs> that's the dream. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yes, so for all of you who are sad and worried, don't be. I mean, mm-hmm. be sad
2: just for a little bit, but not all the time. You're <laughs> You're allowed to wall- wallow in the little bit of sadness, but no that we feel hopeful, so you should feel hopeful.
1: That's right. This is all a part of a plan. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's all done with intention
2: to bring mm-hmm. these two people together. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen
1: by the end of the season. Hopefully earlier yes. than that. But <laughs> By the end of the season, that's the very latest. Gosh, Derek, please, if you're listening, I know. please,
2: please let it happen before the end of the season. Also- also, like, there feel free to slide into our Twitter DMs, just, you know, if you... Just to let us know, what do we have to give you to make sure that we get a happy beginning for them of some sort? Do I have to sell you my soul? Do I have to give you any certain amount of money? I mean, what do you want? I will find out. What oh, do you give want? To you. <laughs> also, what would we have to give you
1: for some Brett and Severide friendship scenes?
2: I know. Like, come on. Like,
1: please. Let me have it. Or even some Casey and Kid friendship scenes. Let's have some of that, too.
2: I know. because you Let's I mix guys, it up. You. You know they've had conversations when I'm sorry I I can bet you like Severide's still been sleeping and they've gotten up early like at normal time hours for sure. to Have coffee,
1: for sure. Like let's let's mix it up a little. Show me some some Casey Kid and Severide Brit.
2: Mix like, it so up, good. Like come yes, on, I would like, love that. It already happens that. in thick. It happens in thick, and I adore it. So let it come to the big <laughs> screen. Yes,
1: please. If if you could, please just take some inspiration from fanfic. Just a little.
2: Please. Just a little. Please. Let us have it's some just... of the things. Make, make the you <laughs> suck a little bit less and just give us everything that we want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> please. Just, uh... you know, give us some things. Oh, by yeah. the way, according to those
1: descriptions, for timeless people who may be listening, Matt Whitney wrote episode three. <laughs> Matt Whitney was one of the writers for Timeless Season 2. And it's funny to me that since Matt Whitney joined Chicago Fire, Britzy is sort of paralleling Lucy and Wyatt. (laughs) Yeah, so interesting, interesting thing there to think about. And hopeful for us because Wyatt was in game on Timeless. So Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: anyways, just a little factoid. (laughs) Were you? Um, Yes, but Derek, please. If you just happen to listen just you know yes. just read some fanfic and you'll find so our you, wish list of things so you, that we want <laughs> and let us have it just mm-hmm. go to the matt casey sylvie brett
2: section of ao 3 yep right, that's that's yep. all you got to do <laughs> oh just that's your little bit of homework for the week dark please there just, you go that's just it. make just make everybody happy please like that's, just it's just it a lot of this year has sucked and this is just like one tiny little part of our life that we have very little control over but it would make us all very happy Please, we need something to make up for 2020 uh-huh. let bretsey be uh-huh. the something
1: please or at the very please. least give us
2: a stellarite engagement something like just give us a little bit of happiness a little bit give of happiness
0: <laughs> please i'm begging you from the bottom of my soul
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh there we go okay oh. i've gotten that out now oh no it's good it, it's good it's out in the universe that's all that matters
1: that's right we've put our positivity and our hopefulness and yeah and what we think is going to happen and what we think yeah. of what's happened so far mm-hmm. is out there mm-hmm. and now the world will return good things to us <laughs> most definitely
2: yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh but no i mean i've adored chatting for what is now two hours logan about Pepsi, two hours i'm not mad about and we thought this was going to be a short one which we should know by we now did. with you and i that that's never going to happen ever not possible no nope.
1: <laughs> never well, No, nope. we, we we are clowns because we start every yeah. episode before we start
2: recording we're always like this is going to be a short one <laughs> no yeah no, so just I'm sorry, people clown say that I know. So, and I'm sorry, like I'm sorry, but not really sorry, people that we say we're gonna be do a short episode when it's just us getting all giddy about our feelings for two hours. No, nope. so. yep. Next time we should say it's gonna be a long one and then maybe it'll I know. Be a short one. Maybe. We'll we'll try. I'll make sure to take that note. We'll ourselves. <laughs> I think so. It should work. It should work. We'll try <laughs> it.
1: We'll we'll try it next time when we talk about episode <laughs> wait. Oh man, we don't even know how many episodes we're going to get to talk about next time I don't. because the only, we don't know what's airing in January yet, except for episode yeah. three.
2: So we'll see. Oh. We'll see kind of what happens and airs. Well, either way, we'll be excited.
1: Yeah. So just so you know, we did change the release date. I think we should probably talk about that a little bit oh. just to make recording easier for us because we tend to record yeah. the last weekend of the month. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> our dear, lovely Christine uh, <laughs> needs some time mm-hmm. to edit the episode after that. So I think we mm-hmm. switched it to what, the second Thursday?
2: Yes. And I think it should be on all of our socials now. So it should be easy for everybody that it's listed as the second, uh, I think, Thursday of the month okay. is, what, so, is when it gets uh, released. But keep in mind
1: that we record the last weekend of the month. So yes. whatever happens in the One Chicago universe before that last weekend... Is what Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. Um, So in January. Whatever episodes air before the end of January. Mm Are going to be the ones that we talk about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah. That could potentially be six episodes. Or more. Depending on how many episodes they decide. They can get finished in time. They are cutting it close with filming this year. Because of all the COVID Mm -hmm. restrictions. I'm Mm -hmm. watching the permits. And like. Man. It's gonna be mm-hmm. close, like uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I'm just I'm happy to get TV TV back. But I know, I'm, I'm super excited. And so, if you, any of you, feel like after you're listening to this podcast or just as as any one Chicago thoughts or any thoughts coming to your eyes, feel free to ask us on Twitter or on yeah. Facebook. We're happy sure. to answer. Or and
1: if you have any, we can
2: have yeah. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say, or if you have any questions for us, like me yeah. and him. Oh yeah, totally. um us for sure um I think what we'll do is if there's if you if there's any questions we might hold them until the podcast and like address them on the podcast oh yeah um, no, that'd be fun that'd be fun yeah that would be fun right just to like I, I think it'd be great for interaction wise just to like read out people's like you know Twitter names that feels fun just to be like oh yeah this user on well, Twitter I don't know why that, that feel fun and it'd me.
2: probably be good to try and get us in a format of some sort so we're not just I, yeah I enjoy rambling <laughs> But I think a structure <laughs> would probably help you and I. So if anybody just wants so, to help us with that right. and just kind yeah. of you know, get us in some sort of like format and just, we're, we're always happy to answer questions and we love it getting to interact with every single one of you. So mm-hmm. bring on all the questions. It's so much fun. Like that. It, I mean, it's a
1: little stressful that one night that I like live tweeted, it was a little stressful, <laughs> but it was mostly fun because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everything just happens so fast when you're live tweeting. That's why it was stressful. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh Yeah. <laughs> But it's, like, interacting with with the people on Twitter is always fun. Mm -hmm. And we need to do more of that, I feel like. Um, It's really hard when we're on hiatus.
2: I know. But we we promise we'll get into more of a groove of it as we're kind of just kind of getting our footing with our accounts and whatnot. But we promise there will be more. But we just know we enjoy and adore each and every one of us. Yes. And please tweet at us. Um, Or go on our Facebook or our
1: Instagram. Wherever mm-hmm. we are, go mm-hmm. there and interact with mm-hmm. us. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, especially, I mean, I gotta say, this fandom sometimes. I mean, it does have its frustrations, but mm-hmm. I have run into more just really wonderful, passionate people mm-hmm. than the bad. Oh yeah, you know, it's just it's that the bad. bad tends to be very loud in this fandom. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the only thing they're they're small in number but they are loud in voice Mm -hmm. Um, so if I want to hear from like really wonderful supportive passionate people who just love the show and the characters with everything that they have um, Mm -hmm. and who prefer to talk about things that they love more than things that they hate that's the kind of people that we love to hear from so if that's you please 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 seek us out interact with us it would mm-hmm. be so much fun just to talk to people. Just mm-hmm. keep for the One
2: sure. Chicago love alive.
1: Yes, we need it. Mm-hmm. We need it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's what we need in this time of crisis.
2: <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, please, uh, twenty twenty has been so hard. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's this year has sucked, but definitely One Chicago has helped me quite a bit. So I, I am for real su- still super thankful to have such a wonderful show at our fingertips. Yes. And I'm so glad they were able to come back Mhm-, I know, and we're only just a little bit longer till our new episode. So I know January sixth is so close yet so far I know, but it, it it'll 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 get here fast it'll get here fast let's hope so.
1: let's hope twenty twenty one in general gets here fast, and that it is I better than so. twenty twenty I think so <laughs> oh goodness, well mm. I think that's basically I think everything.
0: So. All the I feels so.
2: are out in the universe mm-hmm. now. All the feels, <laughs> all the positivity, just out in the universe. That's I'm happy about. Yes, the good vibes. <laughs> the good vibes mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and as per usual, uh, just how we started this podcast, Logan and I are ending it on many, many adoring laughs yes <laughs> that's always <laughs> the way it
1: goes we laugh to start it we laugh to end
2: <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely it's better
1: than crying
2: yeah very true i mean anytime laughing <laughs> over crying any damn day of the week
1: please yes i don't want to do the crying i don't want that
0: <laughs>
2: no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. well we just wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening to ladies Made at molly's a cape and castle and anchor podcast and as we mentioned before feel free to just check us out across all of our socials where we're at ladies night at molly's so thanks mm-hmm. thanks for listening and then also we- <laughs> i was just gonna say any articles there's articles on one chicago yeah. on cape and
1: castle's website check yeah. those out read up on those yeah. we've got a lot of different points of view on that website it's great
2: and just feel free to tweet at us as much as you want like do it we're always happy to answer <laughs> please talk to us we want friends yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I I love talking with you, Logan, and I can't wait to talk even more about our new One Chicago episode soon.
1: Yes. I know. <laughs> Next time, we're going to talk about new content. It's going to be great. But yeah. for right
0: now,
2: like, I think this
1: is last call, and I need to rest my voice.
2: <laughs> I know. I think I'm getting raspy, and I think that's not never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every
1: time we talk for four hours, and then I'm croaking like a frog afterward.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh. oh, All right. Well, well bye. Continue. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I hope you have a lovely evening, Logan. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>